0: Inspired by a galaxy far far away. You're listening to Fans of the Force Podcast. So intense. I mean I was my heart was beating. It's still beating now. I didn't get enough of it. I want to see it again already. A lot of action, a lot of noise. It's more than just a
1: movie. It's kind of like a lifestyle, I guess, almost. Everybody was out there just screaming, yelling when Lucasfilm logo came up. That was the best.
2: I, I like Dark Vader.
1: It was intense. It was incredible.
3: I loved it. It was awesome. You know, you guys have been there from the very start. You are more like family than fans.
1: Happy Thursday, everyone. As always, welcome to Fans of the Force podcast, episode number four. My name is Adrian, and I am once again joined by my awesome, awesome podcast co-pilots, John and Cat Ray.
0: Hey, Adrian. Hey, Adrian.
3: Hey, Cat Ray. How's it going, you guys?
1: So today we're, you know, we're kind of excited because we're going to be geeking out about the animated side of the Star Wars universe and just kind of talk about how we feel it relates to the live-action side of things, you know, and how how we personally relate to it as fans. Uh, You know, ranging from the incredible Genndy Tartakovsky miniseries, the Clone Wars main series by Dave Filoni, all the way to Rebels, and, I don't know, maybe the Christmas holiday special. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the the Boba Fett segment, the Boba Fett segment, but uh, yeah, and you know, and then you know, maybe touch upon uh, what we hope to see in future animated stories and whatnot. I know I got some uh, some ideas of things I'd like to see. <laughs> you
0: can only hope that Dave Filoni is listening somewhere.
1: <laughs> so, Cad, you mentioned uh, just to start it off. You mentioned you saw. In preparation for this episode, you watched the Clone Wars movie on repeat like a thousand times?
0: Oh my god, yeah. I think I watched it three times in a row, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. (laughs) Um, So I overdosed just a little bit. Uh, (laughs) A little bit on that. But uh, yeah, you can... um, I think from watching that and then moving on to the rest of the Clone Wars, you can really see how the animation has changed quite a bit, um, even from when they released the Clone Wars movie to the regular Clone Wars series, and then now in Rebels, and how much it's changed and gotten so much better uh, than, than what it was.
1: Biggest takeaway for me was, you know, in later seasons, you know, their lip flaps actually line up with the dialogue. <laughs> There's some finicky bits like that in the movie where I'm like, hey, up with that but it, when when you mentioned that i i'm not gonna lie i judged you a little bit like wow that's that's insane but then i thought I, <laughs> hold on then i thought back uh to when i got the movie and i, I realized holy god i w- was the same way i always had it on like for some i went through a period where i always had it on while i did homework or or i just wanted to watch it and i was like why it's not the strongest <laughs> Star Wars movie. I have a lot of little issues with it plot-wise. But then I realize it's got this charm to it that I just adore. I think I I, I don't know why, but it totally demands to be viewed on repeat for me <laughs> and apparently you too.
0: Well, I I was also watching to take some notes when we do uh, Clone Wars Rewind, um which is part of why I watched it so frequently, but um sure it is. I guess my uh, question um is when did you guys start watching the animated Star Wars version, you know, where wherever you started watching?
1: counting the movie or the series
0: um or both I mean I think you mentioned at one point you actually saw the movie in the theater when it came out
1: I saw it opening weekend with uh, my buddy Jacob wherever you are man I hope you're listening (laughs) I miss you (laughs) yeah I saw it opening weekend
3: yeah, for me, uh, the Clone Wars animated wasn't my first uh, peek into animated Star Wars. Uh, that goes back to the holiday special <laughs> with with Boba Fett, the Boba Fett segment. And I'm just like, oh, cool, Star Wars cartoon. And it was neat. It was really cool. And then it was over. And then we never saw the holiday special again, ever.
0: Never will. Until,
3: until years later, I did track down a uh, VHS copy and I... You oh, still own that? Oh, wow. You actually um,
1: own it on VHS? Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, it's like a dub, dude. S- somebody props. dubbed it for me, so I've yeah. got it, and I have watched it since. And it's hard to watch. Uh, but then again, for me, so is the Clone Wars movie. It's kind of hard to watch. A bit. It's it's a it's a weak entry into Star Wars. It just it doesn't grab me. It doesn't hold my attention, and and I really. I, it gives me nothing to care about. I don't care about Jabba's <laughs> baby boy.
4: I don't care. Yeah. You know, I
3: was afraid yeah. I was going to be the mean one, but no, no I'm, I'm going go to totally bro. be the mean one when we get there. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, get we're your jumping ahead. Guys. Here it yeah. comes.
3: Yeah, we're jumping <laughs> ahead a little bit. But, but to answer the question, yeah, it was it was really the uh, the holiday special that little Boba Fett segment, mm-hmm. and then a few years later we had droids. And Ewoks
1: cartoons
3: yeah, on Saturday I morning.
1: That's
2: right. I haven't totally seen of
3: those. It was, it was do not miss Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, back back before there were 30,000 channels all over the place, guys, <laughs> we had like five, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and growing up in, in the Detroit, Michigan area, we had three networks, two UHF channels and a uh, public broadcasting channel. You know, so Saturday mornings was only networks. The, they, they were the only ones that did TV was the three networks that did cartoons. And that was your cartoon viewing for the week, guys, <laughs> unless you happen to get cartoons on after school on one of the two UHF channels. So, like, if you wanted to watch cartoons... I mean, you couldn't just pop in a DVD or a Blu-ray. They didn't exist. You waited until Saturday morning, and you got up. You got up early, and you watched whatever boring thing was on before the cartoons. (laughs) And you waited in anticipation with your bowl of cereal getting all soggy and drippy and gooey. (laughs) And you would sit there, and you would wait. And you would watch whatever cartoon they put in front of you. I don't care if it was Rainbow Bright. Strawberry shortcake, you watched it because it was <laughs> cartoons and all and the parents were still in bed, so you had the TV all to yourself. It was pretty awesome,
0: yeah, well, um, I just I ask because honestly, I did not start watching either the Clone Wars or rebels. Until last April. So April
1: 2016.
0: Really? Um, yes. Um, Better late than
1: never, I guess.
0: Yeah. So I am. Um, I was, you know, I knew that they existed, um, but just hadn't gotten around to watching them. And, you know, other things were happening. And uh, so when I heard about the season two finale of rebels with the showdown between ahsoka and darth vader i was like well god i really want to see that and then i was like well if i'm gonna watch that i better watch everything prior to that good call so i started and binge watched you know the movie all six seasons of (laughs) the clone wars And the two seasons of Rebels in like a month (laughs) (laughs) to catch up.
1: (laughs) How did you know about Ahsoka then? How how did you get introduced to her?
0: Oh, you know, I well the internet. um, You know, just keeping an eye on things and reading various things, um, and hearing about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds really cool. and so because of that, that's what got me back into that. And now, of course, I'm like totally obsessed. Um, so I'm like, why did I why did I miss these the first time around? Um, but now I'm all caught up, obviously, and <laughs> and watching them. Yeah, I you know, I honestly don't remember how I heard about about It was probably I think, you know, it was posted on one of the a Facebook group or something like that. Um, and I had been, and so i and so that got me that got me going so so I'm just curious i like i mean i I remember that the Clone Wars came out, the movie came out in the theaters, but I did not see it there so just yeah curious. i
3: I saw it in the theater and um and then <laughs> the the series came out and mm-hmm. and it i i life was in the way, you know, I didn't get to watch the series as they were airing. But Netflix is when I caught it. I'm like, oh shoot, they're all on Netflix. So that's when I finally sat down and watched the series. And um, it took a few episodes to really find its feet. But man, when it More got like going. seasons. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of seasons, yeah. No, you're you're right. There, I mean there were a few episodes in yeah. the first couple of seasons that were really, really good. Um, but by the third season it was just it was I was I couldn't stop watching it. So I yeah, burned yeah. through the rest of it pretty quickly after that. Um, and then in terms of Rebels, I missed the first season of Rebels. I was, I didn't watch it. Yeah. And so I started on season two and I'm like, okay, this so, is obviously something I need to start paying attention to. So I've since gone back and watched all of it and just, I I might even like Rebels more than Clone Wars in some ways, just kind of from agree. an artistic standpoint. Um, but um, but Clone Wars really grew on me, too. The series is something that I think is, is much must-watch viewing for any Star Wars fan. Uh, if you chug through the first couple seasons. Anyway.
0: Uh. <laughs> no, I'm kind of with you on Rebels, John. Um, mm-hmm. I think overall the, the storytelling is a little bit tighter. And yes, there are a few um, that you can kind of... But I mean, I think overall, it's much it's a much tighter plot than the Clone Wars had. Um, Mm -hmm. And even though I love the Clone Wars and that period in Star Wars, it was definitely I feel more uneven Um until well, I think late. you're
3: also dealing with so many more characters in the Clone Wars than that's you are true. with our little band of rebels mm-hmm. so that had to be it was bound to be fragmented just based on that premise alone you know where this this allows for tighter storytelling
0: that's true yeah
2: yeah hmm.
0: but I mean I do I do remember catching some of the the Gendi Tardakovsky series um (laughs) when it aired back in the day like really randomly like it wasn't something that i i caught regularly um i was in college at that point and having Uh cable having cable was a new thing because i grew up and i did not have cable uh in my house growing up so um i do remember catching bits of that on on tv um When that originally aired, but eventually, I think, checked out those DVDs from the library uh, to watch all of that. um, After, I think, Revenge of the Sith came out, so years and years ago. (laughs) But I always, since at that time I wasn't really reading the comics, um, it was kind of nice to have that extra um star wars you know that that i couldn't get elsewhere so or wasn't getting elsewhere
1: your star wars fix
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) now it's much easier so so lucky you got some
1: star wars on you man a little bit a little bit star wars come on
3: star wars everywhere nowadays and i love it
2: (laughs) so
1: yeah that's funny i remember back in around what was it 2003 right when the first yeah. round of episodes came out mm-hmm. The Cartoon Network had been showing the promos Like crazy I was so excited Oh tonight's the night Oh my god this Star Wars cartoon It's gonna be amazing Oh there's Obi-Wan I sat, I made popcorn I sat down in front of my TV <laughs> Wow I'm like I'm just like Yeah I'm, I'm pumped And it ended in five minutes Or not <laughs> even The first episode was yeah. like Two and a half
3: Yeah I was like oh
1: okay Commercial and then Dexter's Lab started playing. I'm like, "What? Where is it? This, this is going to be a mistake. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a mistake. We'll fix it." I, and I expected it to continue. Like at some point in the middle of Dexter's Lab, because like in my mind, the guys at Cartoon Network were like, "Oh my god, we screwed up. We should put the feedback on." <laughs> it took me until the next day to realize, oh, they're gonna show these in between shows. Mm, so yeah. Little, little disappointed there with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And with Clone Wars, the Dave Filoni series, I remember seeing the first promo for that too on Cartoon Network. Uh, sometime in the fall, th- that same year the movie came out. I'm like, oh, they actually made it a, a series. All right, that's cool. Maybe it'll be better. Uh, cut to like a month later. I come home, it's a Friday night, I come home from a football game, high school football game. I'm a little sweaty, I was in the the marching band at that point, so I got home really late, I just stayed later (laughs) than usual. So I'm like, okay, it premiered tonight, there's probably going to be a repeat, I checked online, yep, awesome, cool, cool. So I got my dinner, I'm like sitting down, All right, let's watch this. And I watched the first, I think they had the first two episodes up, that's what they, they aired that night. And I'm like, nope, it's not any better. (laughs) Like, it's, I kind of enjoyed the movie more than I enjoyed some of these episodes. First episode was the one with Yoda and the three troopers, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. That one I kind of dug. But the second one was uh, the first part of the Malevolence arc Mm -hmm. with Klo Yeah. And for whatever reason, I just was not digging that episode. Really? Uh, I mean, looking back, like, you know, having seen the full series now, like, yeah, like it's okay. It's a decent episode. But back then I was just like, really? This is such, this is lame sauce. <laughs> and I, I trudged through the first season. I was like, okay, season one down. Cad Bane's kind of cool, I guess. All right. <laughs> Cut a few months later, season two starts. Okay. More Zero the Hut stuff. <laughs> uh, and then I just dropped it They dropped this Clone Wars in Two two episodes into season two And it wasn't until three years ago When like you guys Like oh the whole thing's on Netflix now mm.
4: Binge watch
1: <laughs> And through, throughout that entire time You know the, the years in between I would catch random glimpses of it On, on TV It's like oh they changed the, the character models They look nicer now I remember one one evening, I was channel surfing, I stopped on an episode, and I was in the middle of the Mortis arc. Oh, and it's, wow. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Is this the same show? <laughs> What's going on? And and it, it was a scene where the brother is showing Anakin his future. So oh, you, got, yeah. you got that cloudy Darth Vader appearing behind him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, my mind was just like... <laughs> freaking out i was like what is this and yeah i I finished the episode having no idea what's going on i'm like i gotta get back on this and no i i I didn't until yeah again netflix so retrospect i mean probably should have stuck with it i mean i started it kind of maybe should have stuck it was worth it in the end but those first two seasons man were just work for me
0: well, I think the, the Clone Wars, it I think it benefits from being on Netflix when you can yeah. just sit down and power through a whole bunch of episodes. Yeah, totally so there's an, if there's an episode you don't like, you know, you're not waiting a week to be like, oh, am I going to watch this again? You can to be like, nah, I'm just going to move on to the next episode. And you know that, you know, if it's an arc that you like or if it's got a character that you like. So I, I definitely think the Clone Wars in rewatching benefits from being able to do that as opposed to watching on a weekly basis i mean and i don't really have a base for comparison of course because i didn't watch it when it was airing <laughs> weekly but just having watched it now one time through and now going back and re-watching it again another time um i think that helps
3: it does, and, and it helps watching it through a second time because now you know it's like, oh, gosh, it's this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but you can, because there are a few episodes, it's just like, oh, it's like pulling a tooth, you know? Mm-hmm. It's
2: like
3: Adrian getting his wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> but it's, instead of four wisdom teeth, it's just the one. And you can either skip it or you can muscle through it because you know the next one's going to be really good.
0: yeah for sure
3: whereas like you said if it's week to week it's like uh oh, do i really want to wait it all week i i know uh should i watch it <laughs> last week's really kind of stunk do i want to sit through two stinkers in a row <laughs> when it's nice outside and i could be doing something else you know what i mean whereas yeah. when you've got the opportunity to binge watch something you can just be like all right skip this one let's go to the next
0: skip nothing Watch it all. <laughs>
1: you know, it's funny to think this is like a felony trait. Because uh, Rebels, for me, season one and two, though much better in quality than Clone Wars seasons one and two, it was still a little not as serious, I, I like to think. You, you know, I understand it's aimed at, at children. It's a kid's show.
4: Yeah. I, yeah, I, but I,
1: it's grown up that. real quick in season three. Season three is where both shows really... Well, the like end Re- of season Rebels, two, season two, yeah, yeah. End of season two got really, really good, good, really fast. Yeah. The end of season one for Rebels was pretty cool too. The whole Mustafar bit.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to say this might be an unpopular opinion, but I actually think, as a whole, that season one of Rebels is maybe my favorite cohesive uh, piece of that show because interesting. Um, I just really think that from from episode one to the the finale of that particular season, everything was so well plotted. And I know there's the one episode that at the time seemed when they go to find the fruit and everyone he was like, stole "What a is th-?
4: Tie Fighter?" Yeah,
0: but what? even with even you with guys.
1: that episode, oh, it's, it's, it's tying it's relevant it back.
0: Now. Yeah, tying it back <laughs> into the. The finale, I think overall as a, you know, complete and total season, I think that is actually so far and we'll see what happens in season four. I think so far, season one of Rebels is actually maybe my favorite, um, which, of course, there are some great episodes in season two and season three. But I think from beginning to end, I honestly think that season one of Rebels is really really well done um and
1: you know uh, it's also sitting, a shorter season right that episode that season had like how many episodes
0: 13 i think 13 as opposed to the 20, 20 or 20 22 that season two and three have had
1: i'm excited for seasons four shorter shorter run less yeah. episodes means tighter story
0: yeah So I definitely think season one of Rebels kind of benefited from that. Maybe if it had been longer, I wouldn't say that. But I mean,
1: that's a really good point.
0: I mean, and I mean, I guess the other thing is, again, I sat down and watched that in like a weekend because I got the DVDs and then (laughs) could watch all of it um, in one sitting. And so that might also contribute to the way that I see that as opposed to having to watch week to week. But definitely sitting down and watching it from beginning to end, it's probably probably my favorite in terms of just one complete story or over overarching plot.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thing you just brought up there. So, I'm. I, I, I it's safe to say that I'm the only one in the group that watched week to week for the most part.
0: Maybe but when it started. Uh, when it I started. Mean, I, I watched yeah, when it started. Now. Yeah.
1: Season one of rebels. I, I totally agree with, you know, what you just explained as a whole, I could see it being a much more engaging piece, but I remember watching season one of rebels and initially thinking episode to episode. Oh, there's a new episode out. All right. I'll on <laughs> demand it. All right. It. All <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, this one's actually pretty. Uh, this is a nifty episode. All right, more <laughs> of this, please. All right, another episode. But as a whole, as one continuous thing, I could totally see it working. I, I haven't I haven't binged the series again. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't like at all. I'm waiting for the box set. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't bought in the Blu-rays. I want to buy the box set once the uh, season four ends. Good plan. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because just like Clone Wars, I dropped. I wanted to drop out. I've made myself stick with it this time to avoid what happened with Clone Wars. But uh, what's that say about the show, the, the The quality of the shows, though, that week to week, it might not be too strong. But when binged, it's much more engaging.
3: Uh, you raise a good question, because I, I think we still have that in Rebels. Uh, week to week, you can you can go from a really cool story to a really cool story, and then there's a letdown episode where droids start singing Broadway, and then you get oh, yeah. you get another cool story and another cool story, and then you get another letdown episode, and, you know, and it's so it just it kind of has its own cycles and its own uh, rhythms to it, which uh, you gotta have in a story anyway. You can't just give you know every single episode is nothing but you know laser blasts and lightsaber
1: swings no, i mean i understand you know there have to be character study type of episodes yeah where we get inside a character's head and see how they mm-hmm. change grown what have you but rebels for the longest time just did not work well in that regards i think that episode where we find out that ezra's parents are are dead actually dead yeah yeah that that's supposed to be emo- that was supposed to be an emotional moment my reaction was well duh yeah kind of <laughs> kind of yeah and well, it didn't uh, help that i don't like as right i've never been able to re- really relate to him i find him yeah to be an annoying character so i just i just could not connect to rebels until recently And it was a season two finale that like, okay, that was powerful stuff and funny how it's powerful because it goes back to Clone Wars.
3: But do you think it's because of they now have a villain that is uh, a worthy adversary and you're actually worried about the cast? And so you've got extra drama. I mean, let's face it. The Inquisitor was not very intimidating, and then no. the brother and the sister, you know.
1: Also, no, you're right. You know, Thrawn is yeah. you're right. Thrawn is the first non movie villain that I'm excited right. to see.
3: Yeah,
1: he's a great
3: villain, and totally right. And so we we now actually fear for our our characters, especially in, coming up in season four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wow. know it's probably it's not going to end pretty. <laughs> You know, so don't now we really, gotta, we really got to we really got to worry. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, we can speculate. Yeah. We know we know the fate of two characters tie in with Rogue One for a second each.
2: But
1: that's all <laughs> we know. That's all we know. Two yeah. years from now, we're going to be wearing Kane and Live shirts.
2: Yeah, yeah Probably. <laughs> La, 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 la. uh. Yeah. (laughs) Ezra what?
1: Yeah. Bring back Zeb. Bring back Zeb. (laughs) (laughs) Zeb, I I can see, going back to his people, I think.
0: Maybe, yeah. Something something
1: like that. I don't think they'd kill him. I
0: have have to wonder if some of the, um, like you were talking about with Ezra's parents and not being surprised by that is due to the fact that it is aimed at kids. And so we're obviously looking at this through adult lens and, you know, we've read a bunch of books and watched a bunch of shows and you can kind of see where these twists, twists, quote unquote, um, might be coming from, you know, because we've had enough experience in our own day to day lives, seeing that play out. So, um, I just wonder if that potentially has something to do with it, as opposed to if Probably. you were a thirteen-year-old watching it, you'd be like, oh, "As when parents are dead, <laughs> what are you talking about?" That, uh, and 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 actually being more distraught about that fact that you know, realizing he's an orphan and having to deal with that, whereas as adults, we're like, "Well, yeah, I saw this twist coming miles well, away." <laughs>
1: with that same mentality in mind, could you? Could you also explain maybe that's why so many people don't like Ezra? Potentially. Like, I I don't know, like, none of my siblings watch uh, Rebels. uh, I don't know any kids that watch it. What's what's the consensus on Ezra with the the actual target audience? (laughs) It's
0: a good question. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know i'm I'm guessing that most of the younger people that watch the show that aren't the adults probably think Ezra is great. um you know, he's like them. he's learning to be a Jedi. He's dealing with his emotions, you know um i I feel like if you were where I was, um. Uh, You know, a young preteen teen teen watching this that that would be exciting because that's, you know, your your viewpoint, your entry into the show. And so I wouldn't be surprised if um, more of the younger audience does enjoy Ezra. I mean, probably as adults, it's a little bit harder for us just because we've already moved beyond that. And so sometimes it can be hard to adjust back to that viewpoint ourselves um so
1: i I keep hoping for an ahsoka type of thing to happen with ezra for me because back in the day i i didn't hate ahsoka i didn't dislike her per se but i I found her irritating in in the movie
3: we'll we'll get we'll get more into that statement uh (laughs) when we talk
0: about yeah (laughs) talk about
3: our
1: next topic yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah uh just i guess to summarize that until yeah we get there um by the end of the series i'm like dang i mean i think she's like the legit first animated character that i think you can put on the same shelf as luke obi-wan han leia she develops as a character like she's an actual character she's just not this check mark on a demographic you want to reach you know mm-hmm. right she and the way they finished her arc in the clone war series was not what i you know for the longest time well she's gonna die she has to die she has to die she's not in revenge of the sith <laughs> that was like the biggest thing and i'm not gonna lie i was one of those never did it occur to me that she would actually just leave and
4: walk away go into hiding
1: like luke skywalker eventually does <laughs> yeah to to a degree i guess And yeah, so back in 2008 or whatever, never would I imagine that now, like now I'd be wearing an Ahsoka shirt or reading the novel (laughs) or just getting emotional. She's facing down Vader in the season two finale. Yeah,
0: it's it's true. That is freaking
1: development. That's a good character.
4: Yeah.
0: And and I would agree that maybe. Maybe Ezra could stand to use a little bit more development um sometimes it feels like his character has not learned some of the lessons that maybe he should have learned <laughs> <Doesn't>. by now <laughs> it's um, literally
1: every episode almost literally every <laughs> episode you guys are my family this is where i belong one week later peace
4: <laughs>
1: it's it's annoying it's like dude yeah, just but when, I mean, well, that's just when part he starts his... growing on me, he he pulls some weird BS, and I'm like, "Well, there goes whatever development or whatever interesting thing they were doing with you." But like maybe the whole... they're doing that on purpose, though.
3: Maybe they're steering us this way. Maybe they're they want us not to really fall in love with him because they know how this is all going to play out and how it's going to end, and we don't.
1: <laughs> well, I guess that's we'll find true. out. And. One more season. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Season two. Because
3: why would you make the star of your series, a series made for kids,
1: so unlikable? Again, going back to what we were talking about a little earlier, unlikable to us. We don't know how how likable it is to kids. True.
0: I don't dislike Ezra. I mean, I I will admit that his viewpoint is not necessarily my viewpoint. Um, You know... Given where I am in my life, I'm like I want to see more of Hera and Kanan, you know, <laughs> space married. I, <laughs> that's, my, <laughs> but again, that's my, you know, that's where I'm coming from as I view this show. Not, Kara, not the, <laughs>
1: Kanan. What's the shipping name?
0: Canara. Can- <laughs> All right. Don't judge me. Uh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll allow it. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> but you know, I I don't I don't dislike I don't dislike Ezra, and I see where he's the viewpoint character, and um, I just yes, I agree that I I think between the two series, Ahsoka has had or had um more growth over the course of the clone wars than I feel like Ezra has had over um the course of rebels so far. I mean, yes, he has grown up a little bit, but I still I still think sometimes um <laughs> he defaults back to his like season 1 um and that's, you know. So, I'm hoping that in the in the last season that he grows up and learns, takes to heart some of the lessons.
3: Well, and then in that series, we've got two adolescent characters, and they're both kind of annoying.
1: Sabine? Yeah.
2: Not a
3: Sabine she, fan?
4: She's grown on me. I will say she,
3: that. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's as flaky as he is, though, you know? And has should have learned some lessons and, you know... Uh, f- maybe they're just trying to do the whole teenage angst thing and they've really ratcheted <laughs> it up for the for the two younger characters and maybe that's what they're going for you know all kids these days are all little emo let's give them a couple <laughs> emo kids to root for yeah but you know? with
1: Sabine we we got some well she's the tortured artist character growth, yeah we like, you
3: know this this season we finally did she took yeah. up the dark saber and and you know
1: immediately tried to get rid of it and you know all that stuff um That training episode, I thought was going to be kind of weak sauce, but I was, I was like, all right, rebels. This is
3: that 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 really that, that arc has
1: really helped her character. Up until
3: yeah. then, she was and kind Nina of a character. It did, true, yeah, true enough, yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think the dark saber arc helped a lot. I mean, again, I I didn't necessarily dislike Sabine. I think she wasn't really utilized as much as she could have been. Um, but I've really enjoyed the Darksaber plot that happened and her growth that occurred with that. And so I'm excited to see where that goes. Personally, um, from what we know, I mean, obviously, we we have not seen the the start of season four yet. Um, I really am disappointed that it looks like that with Bo-Katan... Uh, potentially coming back. Um I I don't I don't I'm torn. I feel like with Sabine's arc, she needs to and maybe this will happen, so I'm hoping that it does is that she will accept that, you know, she's the one that found the dark saber and so she's the one that needs to step up and lead rather than trying to hand off that uh, power to someone I else. I kind of like that,
1: though. I mean, it takes a really strong person to realize they're not the right one to lead. That, that, that's, that's what really made me connect with her this season. But, I mean, it was cool seeing yeah, the train, but then. But I much, mean,
3: are we being set up for the whole reluctant hero thing again? You know, potentially.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: But uh, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. The moment I, I I thought this right after the Dark Saber episode, I, I thought to myself, I would read a Sabine novel. And that's mm. when I realized, you know what? She's going uh, she's on me. Yeah. I would read a novel about her and her time that her tort. what made her so tortured. I want to read that. Yeah. And I would allow you to read that
3: and then just tell me all about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you were picking between a Sabine novel and an Ezra novel, Sabine. Oh
1: <laughs> More than <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, that's good. I don't know. I,
3: that's actually a really good question. That's kind of a good would you rather, you know?
0: Yeah, would you um, rather.
3: Um, it's, it it's, just depends on how much they spill for each character. Because if they're going to give us, like, 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 meat, you know, mm-hmm. then I... No, it's something you can really sink your teeth into, something that, that has consequences throughout the Star yeah. Wars story. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ezra has the potential. Yeah. If his character goes the way that, that I I speculate it will, he has the potential to have bigger ramifications for the rest of the storyline than I think Sabine does because, you know, we know that in the future, um, the Mandalorian, something happens to all the Mandalorians, you know. We don't know what that story is. Maybe that's the story of Sabine. We don't know for sure. Maybe that's yeah. going to be a, a, a separate movie, you know. Um, you know Mandalorian, you the
1: Star a Wars, Sabine Wars Sabine story. Novel a <laughs> bit more. Have it set yeah. in the future when all that's going down with plenty of flashbacks here. time of uh-huh. the Empire. Uh-huh. Really run her out. But I, I think. If it's, it's a sense with Ezra, I think we just get more lethal. Lothal.
3: Well, maybe, maybe we would, but maybe we would get ramifi- ramifications that that trickle into the Star Wars saga, into the the Skywalker saga, if his yeah. character goes the way I think it, it'll go, which is a total dark side, you know, go crazy
1: kind of thing. I think they dropped kind of that. Fun.
4: Well, we wrong. we
0: don't season- know what season four is going to bring in. I know, i so excited so, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Season 2 finale made me, that was the first and only time I was excited for Ezra. Just like, holy <laughs> yeah. crap, he opened up the Sith holocron. Yeah. Oh, that look in his eyes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Bring it on.
0: Yeah. I, I, the
1: spoiling
0: of the innocent. Yeah. I still think that remains one of the more disappointing dropped plots Uh from season three of Rebels or Rebels overall,
1: even um, the premiere for season three had some had yeah. some of that left. He he made the Walker walk off the cliff and all that. Yeah,
0: I agree. They, I was like, oh, that was like pretty
1: oh, dark. we go. That was pretty dark. Yeah,
3: could, but, then, it. but that's the last of it. That was yeah. the last. Of it.
0: They that could have the done more, it. and it just kind of got dropped. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what awaits us in season four. Certainly. Hopefully, probably some big things. I mean, I I feel like from what has kind of been hinted, you know, that it's going to be it's going to be big because we're, you know, leading up to Rogue One and A New Hope. So, you know, stakes are higher. Yeah. It's going to be kind of going to be fearing for our heroes.
1: Kanan lives.
0: <laughs> he better.
1: Cainan <laughs> <and> is snoke. <laughs> <laughs> snoke is snoke.
0: So with with Rebels ending next do is snoke. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's snoke.
1: Kanan Jedis Jedi.
0: Yeah, with um with Rebels ending next season. snoke. Yeah. <laughs> where where do you think uh animated Star Wars is going next?
1: Ooh, I know what I want.
0: Or what do you want? I
1: don't know. what. I have no idea what they would actually do at this point. Oh, what's the new one they announced? The, well, um, there's Forces
0: of Destiny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's 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 more of a short, like... Is it? That's like the yeah.
1: 2003 series, more, yeah. more type of thing.
0: It's going to okay, be more so like the Tartakovsky, where yeah. it's okay. like three to five minute stories. Um. Yeah, much shorter. Not not a full... Um, they
1: snack packs. Not like
0: Rebels. Yeah, snack packs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you, want a, you want a Star Wars Could snack? J- there you go. Okay,
3: I'll take that. Yes, I'll gobble that up. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> so then, to answer the question, obviously, that's not the answer. So my hope would be something that's set between Jedi and...
1: Force Awakens uh, Force
3: Awakens. I mean that would be the next logical
1: gap to mm-hmm. explore. Yeah, many know? many people online really want a old republic set thing. Yeah. Yeah. I but I'm with you John. I want to see Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. I want to see the rise and fall of Ben Solo. Mhm. Yeah. It, it, would, it would be just like the Clone Wars, you know, where you knew and you know where it's heading, you know Anakin's right. eventually going to do this become this yeah i want to see that through ben i want to i want to see mark hamill voice luke skywalker in a new series (laughs) that would be pretty
0: awesome um i certainly think that that makes sense to because dave filoni has said you know every generation has their story um and so it 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 makes sense with that um and the fact that we've kind of been moving forward in time with the animated series that it makes sense that there would be um, something set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens to fill in that gap, especially because at this point, there's act- there's so much that we don't know, even with the Aftermath trilogy. I mean, that's all almost, you know, what, you know, within a couple years yeah, it's years really. Of Return of the Jedi, but we have so little information about the actual lead up to The Force Awakens. So it it would make sense. And that gives them actually like a lot to play around in, right? Totally. Because we don't know anything. I mean, The Clone Wars, while it's a, you know, you know where it's headed, it was a much more confined um, series in the sense that, you know, there's the definite end and you have only so many characters that you can bring in and play with, and they did a good job, you know, at introducing Ahsoka and and some other new characters and incorporating all of that. But the sandbox that they could play in for um the time period between return of the jedi and the force awakens is huge i mean Absolutely. you could bring in old characters that we saw in return of the jedi and then you can introduce a whole host of completely new characters that we've never seen before because you know we don't know anything um so i i think i think it makes sense that that would probably be where they're headed, it I makes mean
1: total sense, yeah um, they're a okay, so with last jedi trailer, it ends with Luke saying the jedi must end right mm hmm he's hes he's a tortured soul, obviously <laughs> let's let's see in an animated form an anim, animated show where that torture began <laughs> with the rise and fall of his jedi academy let's watch let's compare that to. What happens in the last jedi and then let's have a novel or something focused on luke's time on octo after he disappears mm. i i think that would be like the best little trilogy of <laughs> marketing like market uh market synergy there you got a movie you got a show and a novel that all explorer uh the small point of this character's history all leading up to episode nine where you get a conclusion for that
0: it's not a bad not a bad plan see if or they're or give listening. yourself
1: a, a whole
3: series that's the fall of mandalore
0: oh yeah i the thing
3: i that think makes there's p- enough in that just to to warrant three full seasons <laughs>
0: I mean, the thing that makes me excited about Star Wars animation, right, is that they have the freedom to do whatever they want, basically. I mean, they could go do so many different things. I mean, Mm -hmm. I still would really like to see um, the Siege of Mandalore, what takes place right before Revenge of the Sith with Ahsoka and Rex on Mandalore taking down Darth Maul. I would love to see that actually finally come to life. See her um, less
1: interaction with Anakin.
0: Yeah, in it, <laughs> crying uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to see that come to screen. Um, personally, because I am an unabashed prequels lover, I would love to see a series that was like Obi Wan when he was young. Um and doing like Jedi see what the Jedi temple was like before um everything kind of went to hell. Uh <laughs> in you know <laughs> basically right around the Clone Wars, you know, go 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 back a little bit further um and kind Obi, of
3: Obi Padawan?
0: Yeah, you know, I <laughs> Obi Padawan
1: a Star that Wars story. Be, yeah.
0: yeah. That would be that could be a fun thing to do um, using the animated medium as a storyteller. Um, you know, I just I think the great thing is really they've got a lot of freedom and so they could do whatever. I mean, again, I'm not even really that into the the old Republic stuff. Like, I don't really know very much about that uh, at all. But hey, if they wanted to do that, I'd be down. I'd watch it. So. You
1: know it, yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, we're gonna watch whatever they put out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not fooling you. Like, oh, I want this, but but whatever really, i gonna be there. Yeah. We'll be on board for anything. <laughs> I mean, I can put up with Ezra. I'll put up with anything. <laughs> the
3: Adventures of Senator Ryo Chuchi.
0: Ryo Chuchi. <laughs> She's adorable. Don't, Rio make fun 2G, yeah. of, don't, don't make fun, Josh.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, so, so, some some of those some of those Clone Wars characters, though. Uh
2: yeah. <laughs> Not a and fan. gone
1: series, I'm telling you.
3: Riff Damson.
1: Reintroduce <laughs> the shark man. Uh, uh, Desha Rendar into the canon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. All the
1: Ending in a <sighs> ultimate confrontation on Mustafar with Darth Vader himself, right? Because it's all connected.
0: I don't yeah. think it's. Gonna, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: And his <laughs> sidekick T Watka.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, whatever medium we, whatever kind of story we get, I want to see more of a more of the dark side of the universe. I, I, I that could just be because of how we we gotten with rebels so far but we always talk we always hear it and talk about you know like wookiees being enslaved during the empire mm-hmm. we only saw a little bit of that in, in rebels in the rebels C- series premiere a bit they touch upon it in some of the novels
4: um well
3: didn't we have was it was it rebels that we had chewie in it and no, that, that was, was Clone Wars, Wars, wasn't it? That was Clone Wars. Chewie and and they were and it was with Ahsoka, wasn't it? Yes, on yeah, the was island. A,
1: yeah. What's that novel called? A little Short Story, Perfect Game, The Most Dangerous Game. Yeah. The yeah. Most Dangerous Game uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Downing
3: yeah, which was a a fine little arc too, you know. It was yeah. like two or three episodes, wasn't it, where she was captured and mm-hmm. had to go with the other wild kids and and rescue. Patamons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a good episode.
0: Yeah. That was season four, I think, of uh, Clone Wars. Good
3: arc. It was more than one episode. but good arc. And that's when Ahsoka started to be really cool, too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Season five
1: for Which kind of went is. through that tribulation. Mm-hmm. It all went down. What about Asajj Ventress? That's another animation heavy character that I feel hasn't really yeah. gotten her dues.
0: Totally. Well, she got the book, right? That was based on the if Unfinished the Clone Scripts. Wars had continued and I haven't read that book. Um, so, like I can't speculate, um, but I think I don't think we'll be seeing her Again, I don't think that's a character they're gonna explore anymore.
1: Yeah, that was another thing with her. I mean, every time it's like, okay, how are they gonna defeat you this time? It's right until it's not until Dooku discarded her that I'm like, all right. Finally you're becoming a character, not just a plot device or a or yeah. a minion. You're actually yeah. character study episode. Boom, yeah. there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, and we'll get to talk about that in Clone Wars Rewind as we get further along. So. Maybe we
1: should get to it. Let's just get to it, yeah. You fought in the Clone Wars? Roger, roger. Star Wars: The Clone Wars. The theatrical 2008 movie event <laughs> of the year. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh yeah, from Warner Brothers. And that really threw me off in the theater. It's like, holy crap! Why is the Warner Bros. logo showing up here? Where's the Where's the Fox? Yeah. That was so weird for me.
4: <laughs>
1: Ugh. No, but um. Yeah, so we kind of touched upon our initial, I guess, introduction to that movie a little earlier on. Um, Consensus, I think, is it's not the strongest story at all. (laughs) I'm on the same boat with John with I don't care about Jabba the Hutt's son.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting having gone back and now watched it a bazillion times. Um, But I would agree, I think. I think as a movie or as a concept for a movie, it's kind of weird uh, the way that they structured it. Uh (laughs) Well,
4: and there's a reason for that.
3: So I'm I mean, I'm just reading this now on IMDb, but it says the film was comprised of four episodes that were originally produced for Mm -hmm. the first season of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And had they been shown as separate episodes, they would have had the following titers titles: the New Padawan, um, Castle of Deception, <laughs> Castle of Doom,
1: and Castle of Salvation.
2: Huh.
1: No, it 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 totally shows. I mean, you got Padme showing up in the last twenty or so minutes. It's like what, what? Like you don't introduce the character. 20 minutes before your movie ends. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's just. Yeah, you get the Christophsis thing out of the way early on. Then it's Teth. Then that's uh, just it's a total fragmented film.
0: Yeah. And I think that's part of the mistake that they made with this is releasing it as a film. I mean, you might have been better served if they had grouped the specific Christophsis episodes together in a movie because that's like you got droids, you got explosions, you're fighting, you could introduce Ahsoka and um you know kind of make it a a war movie, I guess. A um, TV
1: movie would have been. T- yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um I just yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the legacy of the movie for me was uh, always a uh, bring me something liquid. That's what stuck with me since I first saw it in the theater. It's something <laughs> I still say to this day.
2: <laughs>
1: like when I'm thirsty, I'll get up. I need something liquid. Yeah. Just, the, so, what, just so, for some reason, because how he said that, that stuck with me.
0: Well, let's, all these let's, years, yeah. Well, let's break it down in chunks and talk about what we liked or didn't like yeah so like let's talk about the christoph's part first um and i can go first if <laughs> um, yeah, go for it i said it a
1: thousand times go for it
0: yeah i yeah <laughs> seriously um I, I don't know. I think it starts fairly strong, right, with them being on Christophsis because you got the whole introduction with, you know, it's war and you come in and you're kind of right. I mean, not I guess they start there's the the bit when they're on Coruscant, you know, explaining that Jabba the Hutt's son has been Kidnapped and then you immediately go to Christosis, where, you know, you're in the middle of this battle with Anakin and Obi-Wan and we're getting to see um, both of them fighting and, you know, kind of our first exposure to the clone troopers. And I thought that was pretty well done. there were a few (laughs) minutes when it kind of goes into like first person shooter mode um, from the clone point of view. That is a little weird for me personally um just because I'm not quite as used to that and I don't um play video games but that was noticeable <laughs> the number of times that I watched it uh- <laughs> um but I I think I think starting on Christophsis and kind of starting in the middle of the battle was not a bad way for it to begin uh what about you guys
1: No I agree the first Episode in the movie. We'll just call that. Uh, that was a fairly strong intro. Uh, um
3: Yeah, I think so too. And
1: and you know,
3: it was thrilling, it was exciting, it was all everything Star Wars that we had seen previous to that, um, where it drifted off was the, the rest of the film, the Zero the Hut stuff. And I mean, if I want to watch Truman Capote, I'll watch Truman Capote. You know?
0: <laughs> what did you think about Ahsoka's introduction?
1: Uh, go ahead john i
3: I like the way they did it i like that they're she's the padawan nobody asked for you know and then (laughs) uh, so i mean I mean, no i mean anakin says you know i didn't i didn't ask for a padawan i don't want to you know send her back
1: you know smiling obi-wan what's wrong with you
4: yeah
3: (laughs) and um and so he was kind of stuck with her and then he just kind of made the best of it until he could get things straightened out and by the end obviously things worked out the way they were supposed to um to a certain point at least and you know I thought that was good I just think I think they when they introduced her as a character she was you know the whole I oh, I just hate the sky guy and the movie. <laughs> I mean let's just that's what everybody hates about her the most is You're those with things me, sky you know? guy. It's like you oh. would you would know that as as a padawan coming from being a youngling, you would be taught that Jedi are not that they're to be revered they're to be listened to and to have her come out and not really give that respect. Um was really off putting for me. It's like, wait a minute, you're you're just a Padawan learner. You are supposed to automatically come with a w- with the knowledge that you should be respecting this character and you shouldn't be, you know, so R2 Ian Sky guy, guy. And it's like, wait a minute, you don't know him. You can't give him a nickname within two
1: minutes. You know, and retrospect. Oh god, sorry, that's not a weird retrospect freaking wisdom tooth um I, in a way it kind of makes sense they paired off the snarky padawan with the snarky jedi you know, <laughs> they, so so yeah i, I think it, it le- legitimized itself in, in a way but yeah back in the day it was I felt, I felt the same way like this guy is your master now you are talking to one of the most famous jedi in the order at the moment <laughs> probable chosen one what's up with that you wouldn't be you wouldn't be talking that way to Obi Wan or Yoda.
0: So true. Um, I had an epiphany while I was watching this. Um, all right, lay it at, on me, sister. And especially watching it with my husband is that, and I actually found myself really sympathizing with Anakin um, because it's like all of a sudden he basically became a parent slash teacher, uh having this Padawan. And the part where he's <laughs> screaming, screaming, yelling at Ahsoka to listen to him was <laughs> just like a flashback as a parent, <laughs> like, oh Anakin, I so feel you. Like this is what it's like to, <laughs> to have that responsibility um to teach someone and you know the 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 effort that you need to make to communicate and yeah so i sympathize with anakin i was like that really as a parent now um i was like oh yeah poor anakin i totally feel you dude like good luck (laughs) but in in regards to ahsoka i just think that i mean i agree that you know i think that the nicknames the first time um were really kind of off putting. It was like, what are you doing, child? Um, but now <laughs> watching it again for the millionth time, um I I think that Aunt, or that Ahsoka is just so desperate to prove herself and fit in and you know show that she belongs there. And is capable of being Anakin's Padawan. And so that's kind of how it comes out. And now, of course, as adults, we're kind of like, you know, it seems it seems rude and off-putting. But I think from from her perspective and maybe from the the creators, um, you know, they're just trying, you know, she's just trying to do her utmost to. To fit in and, you know, show that she belongs, um, which by snarking right back at Anakin, which he kind of deserves a little bit. So (laughs) kids probably
1: found that hilarious. So,
0: yeah. Um, it's
1: like, what'd you call
0: me? (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think her, honestly, I mean, I, you know, we'll talk about other episodes later. I honestly don't think her introduction is when she's at some of her most annoying moments (laughs) moments <laughs> i'm I, honestly you know i think there are other episodes in season one where you kind of want to be like oh girl like please uh <laughs> but but i didn't i mean i didn't i didn't think this was so bad it's clear um especially as the episode goes on that you know she wants to do her best and she's working really hard to try and do that um and so maybe it doesn't always come across very well. And I think I think that's I think that becomes apparent as the the movie goes on.
1: You know, I, I will say this about the movie, a little positive thing here. This was the first time we saw the Anakin Skywalker that people remembered. And uh, the other and the, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So episode episode one, Anakin, little little. Pod racing kid, right? Really doesn't count. Episode two, he's he's this angsty Padawan that acts nothing like a like the cunning warrior that Obi Wan mentioned. And then in episode three, we're getting the tail end of that, and he's pretty much just paranoid the whole movie because of the, his visions. So this was the first time we actually saw that Anakin, that Jedi warrior that leader in the clone wars yeah, and that's one of my favorite things about the movie and i guess just the following series in general just it made anakin a much better character yeah he wasn't that whiny kid a lot of people complain about the prequels he wasn't the semi-vader we got for most of episode three he was the cunning warrior
0: somersaulting salting out of windows to take out droids.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I'll I'll even even in this movie, for all examples, I enjoy the Anakin character quite a bit. So I'll, 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 I'll give I'll give the Clone Wars movie that
0: <laughs> And Obi-Wan having tea with his uh enemies while he waits for Anakin and Ahsoka to <laughs> Bring us doing, something liquid, doing yeah, doing his doing his Obi Wan thing. Well, <laughs> I like
3: The, the other the really good thing about the Clone Wars movie is that, and it's going to sound sarcastic as hell, is that it's the <laughs> the shortest Star Wars movie,
4: ninety eight minutes long. And,
3: and I don't I don't necessarily mean that the way that you know it's it's being presented. Of course, it's a little tongue in cheek, but I mean I it doesn't doesn't drag on too much it's concise so even though it's it's really three tv four tv episodes um it doesn't really bog down a whole lot
0: yeah that's um
3: there's a lot of action in this movie Mm -hmm. um sometimes to the point where it's like it gets kind of boring because it's too much action yeah Um, it's like okay you know and the fight scene so we can have some cool dialogue (laughs)
2: yeah, <laughs> well, that's what
1: pretty much Cadre mentioned, right? By like the whole video game comment.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 totally, yeah. Well, and I mean, I say that so, like, we start on Christophsis, and they they take care of that, and then they move to Teth, to the to the monastery to, and that <laughs> this is where oh my god, the this rock movie. music. Oh my god! This yeah. is where it gets kind of crazy, right? So there's parts that I like, like I like when they come in to land on Teth, and you see Ahsoka jump out of the the gunship or the transport, whatever. Movie scene. Yeah, and she, you know, the explosions are going off, and I think you, she finally kind of gets that realization, like, oh wow, this is happening, and like right. I can't, you know. Um, and kind of has that, is struck by that realization, like, this is a war, it's not a game, like, you know, we're, we, you know, gotta get serious about this, and I thought that, that moment um, was really well done, even though it's just very brief, but, oh man, like, the rock climbing, um, (laughs) I don't, I don't know the name for the (laughs) The uh whatever vehicle that is, but the the fact that it climbs up like this sheer cliff. (laughs) And you've got droids flying around. I mean, this is when it starts to get a little bit like oh, what were they a little too wacky? A little too wacky even for Star Wars. And like, you know, I'm I'm down with some wackiness, but yeah, it's like maybe, maybe they should have toned it reeled it in just a little guys um but I do love the part yeah but I do love the part in um when Anakin finally gets up there and he's surrounded by droids and you know they're telling him to put down and lay down his weapon or whatever and he like just looks up and you get the eyes and then it's going to town with his with his lightsaber um love that part
1: (laughs) The thing that kills that scene for me is the music. I mean, the rock music. You get this weird like guitar riff and the the, the, the drums going. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Something no that, gu- le- that leaked into season one. And thankfully they stopped that. I think it's. They two. nipped it. Yeah. But the, the rock tracks, I, <laughs> I could never.
0: No guitar in Star Wars. I mean, have guitar if you
1: want, but when you just straight up make it this action movie uh, guitar riff, I mean, it's it's no, you you stop that right now. <laughs> Altering tactical enforcer is the vehicle, according to right. Wikipedia.
0: I, yeah, I think I looked it up at one point, but
1: um. I yeah, I, I actually don't mind the action in that scene. It is kind of crazy, especially when Anakin starts sleeping around from <laughs> from uh, <laughs> speeder to speeder to speeder. Oh, I,
0: yeah, I mean it's fun. I yeah. don't, you know, I'm not trying to to discount in that in any way. It definitely is fun. Um it's just a little
1: <laughs> it, it is a bit much.
3: Starting, yeah, it, yeah. c- it could have been it could have been trimmed a smidge
1: you know it, that's that seen us a lot of uh like a lot a lot of action movies marvel movies i love marvel movies but they do a lot of yeah. this where they put jokes in the middle of peril mhm and I, I think it's fine if you want some lightness to break some of the tension mhm but it's too much in in that scene they're like hey no fair you got to keep up hey you yeah. know, your comrades are dying all around you yeah <laughs> That's true. It's like, whoa. How about no? Yeah. Revenge of the Sith, uh, when they're invading uh, Utapau, you know, you got soldiers, you got clone troopers being blown up. You you got a clone trooper screaming in agony on the backdrop to Obi-Wan and Grievous. Like, yeah, that's believable. That's cool. That's what it should be. But then you go to this little game they're playing in the Clone Wars movie. And it's like, no, I mean, that, that Walker just blew up. How many troopers were on that thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what, that in the rock music is what really jars <laughs> that up for me.
3: See, now the, the rock music didn't bother me too much. Um, but you know, for me, that was that portion of the, of the movie was the best part of the movie. Really? You know? hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah just I mean like that whole setting and then getting into the zero the hut stuff is where it just like you lost me you had me and then you lost me it's hard to watch and it's hard to care about the baby hutlet you know it really is because you know we all know that job is a slime ball I don't care if it's a little wormling or whatever they call it lives or dies I don't I really don't and I mean, I just, I felt like, I felt like they were giving us material just because they can give us material. I don't, f- I feel like the Clone Wars movie kind of, you know, it's good to watch once or twice or, <laughs> or in Cat Ray's case, not, you not know,
0: eight times in a row.
3: Eight, eight times in a row just so you can like
0: memorize you know. all the dialogue. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you make, though, Cat. Make your I point. Mean, I watch it I mean, too a
1: lot. For
3: me, for me, I mean, I have fallen asleep in that movie more than any Star Wars movie I've ever watched. You know, it's just like it doesn't hold my interest. It it doesn't there, it doesn't connect with me. It doesn't resonate with me. And and it's okay to nod off and take a little nap, and then come back and see the hutlings still not return to Java.
0: Yeah, I I mean, no, John, that's that's a totally fair point. It this. <laughs> even even though I watched it several times in a row, there were definitely points where I was like, "And I don't really care about this." Right. Um, I mean, I don't even mind the hutlet, hutling, whatever hutlet, so much. Um, I thought the whole like oh he's sick part is really contrived. I don't oh, really think that was necessary to the nah. plot. It, it was it was trying um, to add
1: false drama, you know, just to yeah. make right. it seem like there was actually. Well, I
3: just. I think the whole plot line is kind of lazy. I mean, they've got so much they could work with and that they could give us, and that we would all Mm -hmm. just jaw dropping geek out on. And they give us Jabba's baby worm, you know? (laughs) It's like, come on. No, that's terrible. And now I remember. So if you remember leading up to this, I was super excited to watch this again. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't I've seen Clone Wars twice. It was once in the theater and then once when I got it on Blu-ray. And that's the only times I watched it. Now I remember why.
0: (laughs) And you don't regret it. (laughs) I don't
3: regret it. (laughs) Well, and plus it was, I mean, it was both those times were before I've seen the Clone Wars series Mm -hmm. in its entirety. So I was, I was really excited. I was hoping, okay, maybe I can go back and find something in this movie that's really going to help me connect to it and, and give me something that's going to make me go, okay, now I totally get it. Now I love this movie. And again, I'm disappointed because I didn't find anything. Nothing with Rex and any of that stuff. I mean, I honestly, out of all the Star Wars everything, the Clone Wars movie, really worth watching once. And that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, you For don't... Me, yeah, I don't... You don't... <sighs> don't need to go back and rewatch it. No, you don't, a you know, you don't times.
3: have you don't have a lot of great dialogue lines, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have <laughs> a lot of really cool moments that really stand out as, wow, you know, that's the that's on par with um, the first time we see Yoda use his lightsaber, you mm-hmm. know, where he's jumping around. That's I'm looking for something cool that's gonna stand out. And the Clone Wars movie just doesn't have that coolness
0: not even the battles between obi-wan and asajj or anakin and dooku not oh, really anakin
1: and dooku made me mad the first time. <laughs> i remember being mad in the theater
0: <laughs> please elaborate
1: <laughs> i mean how how long after episode two is this right well
0: yeah right yeah not that long not that long but
1: suddenly <laughs> he's able to be on par with dooku i mean in revenge of the sith my powers have doubled since the last time we met. Counter or whatever that line was. Yeah. Um okay, I, I could accept alright. He wasn't specifically referring to episode two, apparently. I can buy yeah. that. They fought a few more times throughout the war. Many, <laughs> like, many times throughout five the more war. Four
4: times or something. Yeah. Mm, no. uh, they spent
1: some intimate time throughout the war when they were captured by Hondo. Right. I mean a lot of interactions, but whatever. Like I said, I can get past that. But seriously, that's, like, not even a year after Attack of the Clones, I think. A few months at most. Mm-hmm. And he's giving Dooku a bit of a challenge in the desert. I'm like, really, dude? Is is it the sand? Does the sand make you angry, so therefore it <laughs> makes you more powerful? Well, well, what's going on there? That made well, me so upset.
0: But they did have the line, you know, where Dooku, rem- you know, remembers that he grew up there. And that his mother died there. So maybe he is tapping in into a little bit of the, the dark side, his anger. Um, I
1: mean, if that's the way to explain it, I'll, I'll take it. But <laughs> I still think to the point where he can stand up to Dooku. Just. I, 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 don't, I don't know.
0: I mean, but he doesn't really. Well, yeah.
1: Dooku yeah. was trying to kill him, too. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, okay. Episode 2, let's break down the fight there. Anakin puts up more of a fight than Obi-Wan. Eventually, he gets his arm cut off, force pushed out. Dooku did look a little tired. Okay, maybe Anakin was more powerful than Obi-Wan there for some reason. Because plot demands it. I don't know. Right. But other than... Just tapping into his anger because of his history on Tatooine. Making him that much more powerful. That scene makes absolute zero sense to me. It, just having Dooku on Tatooine 2 throughout the whole movie. Oh, Jabba, the, the Jedi are. The, <laughs> they're nasty people, Jabba. Yeah. He's just there egging him on the whole time. And then a little random fight in the desert. It's I'm, annoying.
0: I enjoyed the duel between... Dooku and Anakin. I guess I'm <laughs> simple pleasures. <laughs>
1: like, I enjoyed I like the it deal was, between I, <laughs> Kenobi and Asajj. I, yeah, like I, I mean,
0: I did
3: too. But I'm I'm still looking for those moments that that really rise above. And I mean, they were good. They were good battles. I mean, there's. I didn't hate it. But I didn't love it either, and I really wanted to love something out of this film. I wanted just one thing that I could go back now years later, re examine this film, and have something to to make me connect to it. And there's just it's not there. I mean it's okay, it's worth watching once. Yeah. <laughs> every few every few years watch it, you know? Yeah. But you're good. Otherwise, spend your time watching The Force Awakens or spend your time watching the series. Yeah. Um, because this the Clone Wars series is so good and it's everything that, that the Clone Wars movie could have been.
1: Oh, okay, so we, wasn't. Here's, here's the question. What arcs do you guys think would have made a better movie, paste it together, than the sick hutlet worm arc?
4: Oh, gosh. Um,
0: wow. Well,
1: um, there's plenty to pick from. I, I think... Uh,
0: as an I introduction th- to the Clone Wars, or yeah. or as as a movie to...
1: As a theatrical-level story. Like... Th-
0: Ooh.
1: Ryloth would have been better. Uh, Mortis, maybe, even. Um,
0: I think Mortis is a little too out there for him. For a theatrical, yeah, it, it is a I, bit too out there, um, but it would have been more
1: engaging than the
3: sick hutlet. It would have. It totally would have. Um, but it, it, but I think you would lose most of your box office. So you want something that's going to appeal to box office. Oh, so, this we did
1: not well at the box office. Uh, no, no, it didn't.
3: Well, <laughs> can you see why?
0: Yeah, um, you got
3: zero the hut and a hutlet.
0: I mean, I think if you were going to do.
1: Bombad Jedi, a Star Wars story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean you laugh,
1: I, but I mean I would have
3: rather watched that than zero the Hut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we'll come back to that in a minute. Um I I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to answer Adrian's question. Um yeah. I think as a theatrical introduction. Well, Jesus, it's hard because they all kind of go together. And so it's like, you know, well, they obviously all kind of build, build to off each tweaking. other. So, yeah, like imagine I mean, the
1: Ryloth arc, but it's that arc where we get introduced to Ahsoka. There, there would have yeah, had to been some tweaking to make it
0: that. Yeah, work. that or maybe even the malevolence arc. Um, just as kind of a because that's got um,
1: the ship general Grievous like a and that's sort kind of vibe to it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of got, like, we've got this big weapon, which yeah. we know Star Wars really loves, and, you know, you've got all of your main characters, plus, you know, some of the other Jedi. We see General Grievous is there, which is a connection to Episode 3. Huh. Um, so, I mean, obviously, they would, yeah, I would agree. They need some tweaks, or, or Ryloth, which, god, I can't wait till we get to that arc, because there are some good there's some good stuff there um you
1: you know i I think i know i think this one would have been perfect for a theater uh i don't remember if ahsoka's in this arc or not the invasion of kamino
0: yeah with the uh yes with the the clone troopers that could have been the the,
1: the old one the the Mm -hmm. the janky clone
0: Mm -hmm. that
1: that would (laughs) have been a Hey, I, I like ninety nine, but that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been I a totally sick agree. Movie.
0: Sick yeah, movie that, and and that could have been a, a really good um, way to yeah to introduce the Clone Wars, obviously through the clones. Who nice, we yeah, I mean, know let's, and let's let's
1: love Attack of the Clones. Let's look at the Camino. name of the
3: damn film. It's Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yeah, not Star Wars. <laughs> you know, help Jabba find a baby.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give us more clones. Give us more wars.
0: Yeah,
1: that—that's that, that, my—that's I think that's my answer to my own question. That would have been the best. That's
0: that's intro. a good. Uh, that's that's the, not a the, bad.
1: The clone cadets. You know that would have been good. That would have been good too. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. If you combined a bunch of the clone episodes, tweaked those so to make right. it make it a consistent package. Um. Yeah, that's that's uh, those are that's a good idea, Adrian.
1: God, what could have been?
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, the, the, only that, we could that, go the back The whole in time.
1: invasion arc is one of my favorite, like one of my top five arcs in the Clone Wars. I that absolutely a, adore yeah. it. I remember, I think, I, I think I caught that still watching it back in high school. I remember mm-hmm. ninety nine and just feeling, oh no. He did.
0: Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler uh, alert.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, uh, I I yeah. almost would have rather have taken some of the Night Sister stuff and watched that over the Zero the Hut stuff.
1: I think that would have been just as weird as the Mortis stuff, though. Yeah, uh, really.
3: I mean the the later the later Night Sister stuff yeah. where there's zombie Night Sisters definitely, <laughs> but the early stuff where they're just kind of these these force welding witches and and like kind of ninja-y and all that Mm -hmm. stuff I mean that had a lot of possibility what about the
1: Darth Maul stuff right
0: I think to me I don't think that that would have worked as well I think it works better in the context of the show where you kind of get his gradual um,
1: reintroduction
0: introduction and then um ongoing feud uh and then rise with obi-wan and then the rise to power on mandalore i think that works better in the context of the show it did cross my mind but i feel like you know all i mean it it was i guess kind of crazy enough that they brought him back (laughs) in the clone wars after supposedly uh, killing him from uh, a box uh,
1: office perspective though Having Darth Maul back, that would have been a... From a business perspective, would have been a better story. I well, agree with you. I, I it works better in right. the context of the show, yeah. absolutely.
3: And I, and I think for the casual fan, they would... Uh, you know, they would that would give them something to latch that onto. Oh, they brought back Darth Maul. I'll go see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what?
1: That would have been a good sequel movie, maybe. If, if like the if Clone they'd Wars have done a Clone Wars sequel movie? Yeah. The so Darth the Maul movie? Was going, going back to to theaters, it would have been with Darth Maul.
0: Yeah, maybe.
3: Maybe. I mean, they, they, they handled the whole Darth Maul thing really weirdly to me. You know, the spider legs and all that.
2: <laughs> and then the chicken legs and... Chicken legs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But... That-
0: but let's. That's
3: why they should put me in charge of that.
0: Totally. <laughs> I I do think that the the Obi Wan uh lightsaber duel was good. Yeah. Less flirt, less flirting uh, this time around. More fighting. It's the first uh,
1: time we saw the flirting, though. Hmm. It's the first time we saw them flirting, though.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: That stood out to me. I was like, oh, that- <laughs>
0: hello.
1: I'm like, all right. He, well, it's he, he thinks, pretty lonely she's,
3: with that Jedi uh, celibacy uh, <laughs> promise
0: it's, 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 or whatever. It's that,
1: shot, that shot where she takes off her gown or whatever.
0: <laughs> her skirt and her throws skirt. it at him, yeah. And then,
1: and then it goes to a close-up of his eyes. just kind of like, hello. <laughs> uh, that, that stood out to me. Even in the theater, just like, what's going on, Kenobi? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most action he's seen in years. Um, yeah. <laughs> Poor Obi-Wan. Podcast after hours. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Mm. moving (laughs) on. Uh uh, I do like um well, so uh, jumping at jumping ahead, I guess, again to the to the Mm. end or end-ish, um, where we we finally see Padme for like ten minutes. Um I still don't even know how they managed to keep their relationship a secret. Seriously, they are the worst. Yeah,
2: Um, (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
0: Padme, oh, Anakin's in trouble? I I have to go help him. I mean, the Republic. Like, nobody is Fooling no one. This is, oh my god.
1: (laughs) Well, Palpatine obviously knows. I know. We got hints that Obi-Wan had his suspicions, but never really brought it up.
0: Ugh, seriously. Anyway, but I think
1: 3PO's did, oblivious. Yeah. 3PO's no. a bro, remember?
0: Yeah, no, three 3PO's okay. keeping all the secrets. All right. Um
1: He's a bro. He's like, but I, I, gotcha.
0: I did uh I did like that she just kind of jumps in and goes and sees Zero and oh. then immediately um you know, knows something fishy is going on and so And gets know,
3: herself in trouble. Gets
0: herself in trouble because of course, um <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be <laughs> wouldn't be Star Wars without that, right? Um so but, you know, she she acquits herself pretty well. Um getting out her blaster and then when C3PO brings the the clone trooper, she helps Take down zero, so you know, not no. not too bad.
1: That for, that, for me, is the weakest part of the entire film.
0: Really, You're <laughs> a whole
1: new plot line twenty minutes before it ends, um, <laughs> and it's this contrived. It, it, not only is it a contrived introduction and all that, it's needless. you could completely take Zero Padme out of the film and just have it be a Dooku plot alone true there was no need to introduce zero in it at all the end result would have been the same it's a good point just for a payoff like a season and a half later or whatever the end of season one yeah and even then the zero episodes it could be completely taken out (laughs) of the series
0: oh yeah zero so
1: that part of the film is the weakest for me i hate hate that it's just lazy storytelling as far as, you know, filmic stories go. Like, I can't say it enough. 20 minutes and you're introducing a whole new plot and
0: character. No, I mean, I, I agree. The timing is not. Not great in terms of the overall um plot like that could have been introduced earlier on if they since they were keeping it or intent on using that. Um, well, that could have
3: been a, a TV show episode.
0: Or that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking in terms of the movie, like, the way of plotting it out and the structure, that yeah. they could have they could have moved that earlier, at least, you know, with Zero and Dooku plotting. Um, right. Instead of, like Adrian said, dropping it in in the last... Twenty minutes of the of the movie, which doesn't make as much sense. No.
1: speaking about the end, there's just something so off putting about the force theme, the binary sunset playing at Jabba's palace with the Jedi looking all dramatically at Jabba and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. That just does that does not work. It's like yes, we're allies now. I got my son back, dude. You're a slime ball. You're a you're a criminal. Yeah. the the scene This scene doesn't make sense. You guys shouldn't be happy. You guys made a deal with this criminal character. The thirty years from now or twenty years from now, you're gonna put Leia in a metal bikini <laughs> and try and kill off the main cast. Don't don't look happy. Don't look like a good guy with the four-seam playing, man.
0: It wasn't for him. It's because they saved the day.
1: Oh, right. But he was there standing in the glow of the temple.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, yeah. Uh... So, so I made my husband watch Well, I didn't make my husband watch this. Um <laughs> Sit down yeah, he did watch. watch it. He volunteered. Uh he voluntarily decided that he wanted to watch it. So, so I grilled him a little bit on on what he thought about it afterwards. <laughs> um given that he'd never ever seen this before. Um so I'll share a few of his thoughts. All right. Um, but basically, he, um, as someone who's never watched this before, um, he said that he enjoyed it overall. Uh, he liked that there was continuity with some of the voice actors, um, particularly Christopher Lee and Samuel L. Jackson, both reprise uh, Count Dooku and Mace Windu. So he liked that. Um, he liked Ahsoka. Ahsoka um he didn't mind the way that she was introduced and liked her as a as a foil for Anakin and kind of bringing him down a little um and kind of temper tempering some of the arrogance uh that he has um his big complaint about it was the speed and i think what he means by that is that it was Like, we've basically been talking about the fact that it's four episodes that they cram together and it kind of jumps around and doesn't necessarily uh, make the best sense overall. (laughs) Um, So he uh, that was that was kind of his big big complaint but he said overall he liked it and he is willing to watch more of the clone wars so i might have to sit him down and (laughs) take him through the rest of it episode by episode
1: you should at the very least make him watch the quote-unquote essential episodes
0: yeah yeah i've got i've got my own list of episodes that i would say like these are these are the ones that i found the most enjoyable and liked the most so
1: sunny didn't avoid right no mm-hmm. uh
0: <laughs> although there's one in season one that i might hate even more than sunny day and avoid. but so we'll get there um <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get there <laughs> is, is it
1: the one with the rock music just <laughs> 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 it might be actually droid lost i think is what it's called
0: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, it's not actually that episode. Uh, But anyway, um, (laughs) it's another one. Um, But but so he was he was receptive. He did. I mean, you know, he didn't he didn't dislike it. Um, He did think it was a little disjointed, but so we'll see. We'll see what he if he continues to watch the Clone Wars with me as I'm rewatching them, what he thinks about that. But so did my duty. I introduced, I'd introduced my husband to the Clone Wars movie. He right didn't on. think it was completely terrible. Uh-
1: <laughs> well, as a casual viewer. I mean, we're here dissecting it like crazy. Yeah. My buddy Jacob liked it pretty, pretty well, pretty much when we watched it in the theater. He's like, yeah, that was really cool. I thought it was a lot better than what it was going to be. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think part of the issue too for me just I I went in expecting something more like the 2003 series. Hmm. Yeah, because they even use some of the same character uh, designs. I mean, Yoda yeah. looks the same exactly. So does Dooku. Um, and Anasage,
0: and
2: Asaj, Asaj. Asaj. Yeah.
1: So I was I was expe- I thought it was the same team. I, I was expecting the same type of samurai Jack style. Right. Uh, story t- storytelling. Just to end up with... Jabba Not. the son's been kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You gotta go rescue him. Ah, Gee whiz, okay. I'll go keep, talk to him.
0: Keep coming back to that. Okay, so... <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm actually... I'm right now reading the novelization of The Clone Wars...
3: Oh, okay. All by,
0: right. By... I believe it's Karen Miller... Um were Karen Travis. There are two of them and they wrote several Clone Wars novels and I'm fired for not knowing which one it is off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm reading the novelization and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all the way through it yet. Um, but I would say in the novelization, it definitely. So like, I really think they tried to play up some of the, the humor. um in the movie, you know, for laughs, like when Obi-Wan goes to Java's palace and the the translator droid says, like, Punky Muffin or whatever, you know, kind of. And Punky? Punky, yeah. <laughs> and so I think in the novel, like, that's not in there. Um, And so I think that in terms of conveying kind of more like the... The fact that it's a war and they're having to do these th- kind of unpleasant things, like deal with criminals, like Job of the Hut, um, is a little bit more serious as opposed to in the actual Clone Wars movie, where there's some some of it has been kind of changed to have kind of more humorous elements. So it's just an interesting contrast uh, between the two throwing it out there.
1: I didn't even know there was a novelization for that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I'm kinda
1: curious to be is it is it a junior novel or is it like a legit
0: No, it's like a legit I think it's yeah, like a legit, legit novel. And what I am enjoying about it is there's a lot more introspection into Anakin um and kind of what he's feeling and thinking, um, struggling with You know, what happened in Attack of the Clones where, you know, he he killed all the Tusken Raiders and, you know, failed to save his mother and kind of still struggling um, with guilt over that and, you know, wrestling with what it means to be a Jedi. And so so I'm enjoying it from that. I mean, I don't think the book is considered canon at this point. I think it's considered part of Legends, but but it's an interesting an interesting read and kind of a nice way to get um, some more perspective um, that doesn't necessarily always come across uh, in the animated series.
1: Might have to pick that up, you know, someday. <laughs> Not a- someday, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's <that's> cool. <laughs> oh.
0: So it just, it makes it, and it as an interesting counterpoint to the, to the movie.
1: So I mean, I guess to kind of to wrap up here. I mean, it doesn't sound like we really have a high opinion of this movie, like at all. If yeah. anything, we watch it for nostalgia purposes. But I don't know. Back in the day, I watched it because it had this charm that I liked. But watching it again, I was like John too. I was like, yeah, okay, it's been a while. Let's 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 see this. And Nothing I to like, see here.
0: Move along. <laughs> Move along. Move along. I guess I don't I don't dislike it and there are parts that I enjoy, but I I think overall it doesn't really work as a theatrical release. And I kind of I kind of scratch my head as to why they thought these particular four episodes, aside from being like the first four episodes, basically, um,
1: well, that's the only reason.
0: Yeah, right. And and so that decision is a little bit it has me going, huh? Who who made that decision? Um, I don't necessarily think that was the best one, especially when you read the reviews, and then you wonder, like, wow, it's amazing they even continued making this show at all.
1: <laughs> you know what I think would have been even better now than the Trino thing, <laughs> even though yeah. that was exciting. The actual Christoph's arc, the way we've been watching it. Ended with Ahsoka's introduction. Ended with them reclaiming Christopsis. <laughs> Boom! You got your ending. Ahsoka's been introduced. Let's see. Yeah. Let's continue exploring her character in the series. Right, I like it.
0: Y- yeah. And, I mean, and it, certain-
1: that was four episodes. That would that would add up to four episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Would have made like much it. more sense that way, honestly.
1: Yeah. What um, the heck was? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's. Yeah. So, so I don't hate the movie. I definitely think that it doesn't hold up as well as some of the other stuff. It doesn't hold a candle. Yeah.
3: It doesn't hold a candle to some of the other stuff.
0: Trying to be nice, John. Uh... Well, I
3: mean, you can try to be nice, but be honest, too.
0: (laughs) All right. The movie's kind of terrible. Uh, (laughs) I only watch it because it's Star Wars. And so (laughs) that's why I love it also <laughs> yeah yeah
3: and that's honest that's fair to say and i totally agree i'm the same way i yeah. only watch it because it's star wars i mean it's it's fun to watch the clone shooting the the robots and the jedi's cleaving the robots and um <laughs> and all that fun stuff and you know the 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 dooku and the, you know lightsaber the battles and stuff but as a theatrical piece
1: i just, it's not that good. No, yeah. it's not that good. I mean, let's be honest, even as a even if it was part of the series, it wouldn't have been a good arc. No, it wouldn't have.
0: True.
3: Okay, so there we go.
1: <laughs> All righty, I- now let's uh move on to the rest of season one. Oh, god,
0: <laughs> yeah. Bring
3: it on. Bring it but it on, hey, on, folks, Filoni. it gets so much better from here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're like,
0: oh, God. Yes, Season it does.
1: Season 2.5 and above. Oh, God. Yeah. So good.
0: Yeah.
4: So
1: good. Yeah. Don't, let, don't and, let this little, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, just kind of deter you from it. It's worth I it. I think everybody
3: everybody listening's probably seen it, except for Doug, yeah. my friend Doug. <laughs> Get you're listening, I mean, Doug. And, 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 Doug's listening, and Doug, if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it once. Once is about all you need. It's not, it's not going to anchor you in, but there's fun moments, and there's still fun moments in it. It's a lot of fun to watch once, and then just get through it and watch the rest of Clone Wars because that's the good stuff.
2: True,
1: cool. So, yeah, all right, let's let's move along then. Uh, what do you guys got for Attack of the Fandom this week?
0: Well, I want to talk about uh, Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. He took which, okay. Which I finished last week on May the Fourth, uh, so the force was with me. Uh, How appropriate! And, yeah, wrapped that up.
4: He the force and, theme.
0: Yeah, and I just it was it was so good. Um, that would be so. My recommendation is read it because it's really good. Yeah. Um, Timothy Zahn just you know. Thrawn is his character, right? Yeah. So this as kind of the the now new canon um, entry where we get to see Thrawn really excellent, you know, you you find you know, you're you're rooting for Thrawn, right, in this book, because it's it's about him and using his um his mental acuity to to defeat his enemies and you know, figure out life in the Empire, and I liked the the new characters that uh, Zon introduces, and we get to see a little bit uh, more of some characters that we have met in Rebels, oh,
2: um, yeah. <laughs>
0: which I won't I won't spoil uh, in case someone is listening and wants to go in completely unspoiled. Um, but you know, we, we someone like
3: s- perhaps me,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> right. get get a little bit more background on some characters that we've already been introduced to, uh, which is fun, and some older characters that we've we've met before and know, and basically all in all, it's just a really well-written, excellent book. Um, I really enjoyed reading it. Very readable, uh, really entertaining. So two thumbs up for me. That's my If you're going to, if you're looking for a new Star Wars book to read and haven't read that one yet, I would say grab it and read it ASAP. Let me,
3: let me ask you this about that. (laughs) Um, Shoot. Out of the new canon Star Wars novels that have come out. Yes. If, if you, if there was somebody listening right now that goes, you know, I've never read one of these new books. Mm. Which one should I grab first?
0: God, that's hard. Does I do I have to pick one? Can I pick more than one?
3: <laughs> well, pick um, one to start with. Yeah, just pick one. So my,
0: start with this. Okay. My well, my top 3 I would say if you're going to start with you no. can't. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> start with um, one.
0: Um
3: start <laughs> What? Give me let me borrow one book, cat. Let me let borrow me. one book from your collection. Uh, just and then I'll read the rest that you want in order later on, but let me start with one because i i only can take one on an airplane hand me that book right now what book are you handing me
0: uh, pick, pick
1: catalyst pick catalyst that has to be catalyst
0: <laughs> no no i'm not going to pick catalyst oh. um i well if you want a good book to read on a plane then i would pick the Ahsoka book really yeah um which i did read on a plane actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh but um yeah, so, Ahsoka, Thrawn, um, Bloodline. Yeah, that's a hard choice. I've I've been enjoying the new the new canon books, so hard to. I guess I guess it depends. Do you want more of the Empire or more of the Rebellion?
4: Right.
3: <laughs> I just want a good book.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> Those are both good books. But All right. for, for this week, I guess, or I should have said for this week, go with Thrawn. All right. Because right. right. it's out in stores right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good. Timothy, Timothy Zahn definitely has his character nailed. He's so good. He so, is such
3: a good author. Yeah. Such a good author.
0: Eminently readable. Um so, yes. What about you guys?
3: How, how about you, Adrian?
1: Well, I was also going to talk about Thrawn, so... Uh,
0: <laughs> you can still talk about Thrawn.
1: Yeah, you totally can. Um, no, just like a cat's spoiler-free, <laughs> as vague and spoiler-free as it could be. Uh, summary was perfect. Um, you're, there's some characters you've seen before that you learn a little bit about. And my my reaction to one of them was like, really? Like, like it wasn't, it wasn't a hesitation, but it was more of a nice little surprise. Oh, this character is in this book, and it's before this character does that. Okay, all right, I wasn't expecting that, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that plot line. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: really, really did. It's like, I didn't know I wanted to know about this character that way, <laughs> and to see them end up where they end up. Um. So, I highly recommend Thrawn just because. It's a great look inside the political hierarchy of the mm-hmm. empire. Something yeah. you really don't get to see it at, at that that level just cuz when you do see the empire you usually get either stormtrooper level or sithy dark side stuff.
0: Mhm. This Good
1: is point. like a legit political thriller mm-hmm. almost in some some regards.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's I absolutely adore that about it. Uh, new character that I find incredibly interesting I want to see Mm -hmm. more about this character I I should say I'm like I I still need like 80 pages I'm like (laughs) I'm like right there at the end of it Um, no spoilers no spoilers spoilers. yeah thank you but uh yeah I was surprised at how much I enjoyed the book I had my reservations at first just because I knew it was going to be more hierarchy type of stuff but Mm -hmm. it's just a good thriller
0: yeah It's, it's really well done
1: it's incredibly well done. Um I would put it in one of my top 5 Star Wars novels as well. Nice. Nice. So <laughs> that's a uh, our shared uh <laughs> like Yeah, no, that's
0: fine. I don't mind sharing. It's a, it's a good book. It's definitely been one of, you know, I kind of have like yeah, top top 3 of the new canon and I think it's definitely it's in the top 3. Um for me i'm
1: I'm reading bloodlines next i've been itching to read that one and i just never got to it for whatever reason
3: i haven't watched i haven't read any of those three books so i mean that was a legitimate question for me which one do i start with
0: well those are those i've been leaning toward
1: bloodlines
0: yeah those are my top three bloodlines ahsoka Thrawn. So one of those three so- can't go pretty wrong. pretty good.
1: All right. The, the only reason I was whispering Catalyst earlier is because uh, for me anyway, I read it before Rogue One. I usually don't really go out of my way to read c- stuff before a movie, but because I knew it was a direct setup for it, I was curious. Catalyst made Rogue One so much better for me in the theater.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Catalyst is a great lead up uh, for Rogue One, and I totally agree that it really helps enhance... That movie and gives you yeah. some more kind of background, especially for Galen and Lyra and Krennic. and Krennic. You know, kind of set to set up that whole power play, and
1: that, that's what I love about it—the relationship between Galen and and Krennic. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, I I love Rogue One. It <laughs> does have some character issues. This book really helps fill in a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that that's why I would say catalyst but <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah it's, it's up there with, with Theron, I'd say so yeah what about you John what's your, what's your attack well
3: I'm going to bring us back to earth uh, as the two of you know and, and anybody who might turn into a regular listener of this podcast is going to find out um, I am equally as big a fan of Star Wars as I am of the Beatles Um, Huge Beatles fan. And right now on Netflix, there is an incredible documentary about the Beatles uh, fan club president and secretary. Uh, It's called Good Old Frida. And it's a true story documentary about this woman who originally was a fan back in the Beatles cavern days in Liverpool and was hired by Beatles manager Brian Epstein to... To be the head of of the fan magazine, the fan club, and how she was basically um, right there through all of Beatlemania through all the highs and lows, and even a couple of years after the Beatles officially broke up, was still part of the, the fan club and, and the president and writing the newsletter and all this stuff and answering fan mail and all kinds of crazy stuff. It is just a really, really well-done documentary without being um, a tell-all kind of thing i mean there's no negativity there's no drama it's just it's it's about good old frida and it's Sounds just awesome such dude. a fantastic documentary that anybody who even has a remote interest in the beatles would be it, it's worth watching the the hour and almost two hours of, of this documentary are so worth it and then you get to fall in love with this sweet little British lady who, uh, <laughs> who at the time they were filming it is a, is an older British lady. And, but they, they've got pictures of her from way back when, too. And it's just, it's so good and it's so well done that, uh, I would suggest anybody with a Netflix account put it in your queue and watch it sometime when you got about two hours to spare. It's so good. It's so well worth it. And, uh, if you do watch it, uh, Give me some feedback and 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 tell me what you think because uh, I just love this film. Great
1: documentary.
0: Sounds really interesting. It will go
1: on the queue, my friend. That sounds pretty cool. I got a, I got a Beatles nut friend at the office. I'll mention it to to her.
3: Yeah, good old Frida. Good old Frida. She's she's mentioned and, and they get the title "Good Old Frida" uh, because the Beatles did. Christmas albums for their fan magazine, right? Oh. Every 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 year they did a Christmas album, and most of it was them clowning around in the studio, um, sometimes singing a Christmassy type song. Um, and um, at one point, they mention you know the girls in the office, and and oh, and don't forget, good old Frida, good old Frida,
2: <laughs> and that's from
3: one of the Christmas albums. So you know they use that as you know that was our first peek at Frida you know as a Beatles fan you know is that one reference and then boom here's the whole story of Frida and it's not a what I love most about it is not a tell all she's not dishing the dirt Mm -hmm. she's just letting people know her experience and it was so cool
0: cool well it sounds really interesting yeah
1: dopeity dope dude awesome I really love these these uh these attack of the fandom segments you just just get a good blend of outside stuff that, I don't know it just shows up passionately about stuff besides Star Wars and just shows up for little quirks except for this week we're you put the throne, but
4: two thirds, thirds are it. all <laughs> still
1: Star Wars.
3: But still, I mean, no, it's 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 good info. It's it's good to, to have something that we all can um, can also take a look out for and yeah. connect with, you know, whether it's whether it's cool new merchandise. Uh, for example, uh, I, I finally found the. Uh, uh, GameStop exclusive R5D4 figure, Ooh. and picked that little little guy up yesterday. Was pretty pretty excited about that uh, for the 40th <laughs> anniversary packaging and stuff. Uh, oh, cool! So I, I finally tracked that little sucker down. Um, which, by the way, who named that 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 droid? Like in a New Hope, he even says Uncle Owen. This R2 unit's got a bad motivator. Oh. Sorry, what's his name? R five D four?
0: Change the name as the yeah. <laughs> Retcon, Retcon. Retcon. Right. Hey John
1: Pablo, one job. <laughs> you know what? Uh now uh, that, that, that you're on that, just uh yeah. just so I have my own little mini thing that's not wrong. Uh huh. Yeah. I uh the new alien coming in movies coming out. I'm oh, totally know, yeah. that. I'm I'm so ready for that. I uh I pre-ordered. Uh, I, I I never pre order Funkos. I mean, I whenever I buy a Funko, it's just because I come happen to come across it, right? But I pre-ordered the little one of the Xenomorph uh, Funkos, the new Alien one. It's oh wow! The, it's it's like got this blue electricity crackling around it. I don't know what what that is. I'm sure it'll be in the movie somehow. Oh, we'll find out. I'm sure. But it's just this really cool looking Xenomorph <laughs> with like blue electricity on it. And I'm like, that is dope. I need that on my desk right there next to vader and my big lebowski bobblehead nice. <laughs> and enough that i actually pre-ordered it it's a gamestop exclusive too so that comes out i'm gonna go down to my local gamestop pick it up and probably pre-order battlefront 2 while i'm at it i wish i was showing up at gamestop uh, every
3: other day just hoping to find it and, and I showed up yesterday and the lady finally finally it was dead enough for somebody to go can I help you with something and I'm like you uh you got any of that R5D four? she's like yeah I don't think so well I've got a shipment in the back let me go look she brings the box out opens it up right on top I'm like
4: it's mine
3: And then as I walked out with my purchase I thought I wonder if there was an R2 And a Han Solo in there too I should have turned back (laughs) around and checked But I needed to get I needed to get back to where I was going So
1: You know there's this GameStop I think it's a GameStop exclusive uh, Return of the Jedi Luke with a hood on Oh wow So if anyone ever comes across that one um, Send it to Adrian Help me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're his only hope You're, you're my only hope <laughs> Alright guys uh, uh, What do you guys say we start wrapping up here
0: Sounds good
1: I'm ready Cool Well uh, as always we Thank you for joining us on On this podcast we do it for you guys We do it for us just cause we love Talking about Star Wars it's our passion um, If there's any way We you think we can improve anything you'd like to ask us um you know just follow us on twitter and facebook at force Fan podcast uh you can find us on itunes we'll write a little review there you know rate us we'll, we'll read it we'll adjust we're here for you guys <laughs> um maybe you got something directed at one of us specifically or at me in this case you can find me at facebook twitter and instagram at blue Lab pro
0: uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catray.
3: And you can find me, John Frederick, on Twitter and Instagram at ThatJohnFred.
1: So once again, thank you. Uh, we are the Force. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: May the Force be with you.